0: Yo, today's QOD is it's your attitude that helps you be the winner that you are. Here we go. <laughs> Of the day show, I'm your host Sean Croxton of SeanCroxton.com. It's Monday, so it's time for some of that Monday motivation. Today, we've got a brand new speaker, Ed Foreman, on the show. It's kind of an oldie but goodie. And today, Ed is talking about your attitude, having a winning attitude. Because as you know, when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. So, when you change the way that you look at yourself and you change the way that you look at situations, can literally transform your entire reality here's Ed
1: as I see this group here and as I see this exciting enjoyable enthusiastic participation I know it's been a great meeting all four days or however many days you have been here it's been exciting every day you got a good attitude I like the winning attitude that that I see through this whole meeting everybody's excited and when you get excited you get other people excited you see it's your attitude it's how you feel about yourself that helps you to be the winner that you are and to set the example for those that you leave Whenever i think about this i'm reminded of a situation that happened to me some time ago i've been invited to address the annual chamber of commerce meeting in silver city new mexico it's copper mining town about 120 miles north of el paso up in the mountains there in new mexico and i got up there they even had about 450 500 people in the old murray hotel up there Big, long head table. And so they were all in. You know, it's a big festive. It's the big blowout of the season up there in Silver City. And I turned to the fellow sitting next to him. And I said, well, tell me, sir. I said, how are things going with you? He said, oh, Mr. Foreman said, ain't you heard about strike? I said, what strike? He said, Phelps, Dodge, and Kennecott, two big copper companies up here, both out on strike. And he said, let me tell you something, Mr. Foreman. He said, when those two companies go out on strike, he said, business in this community is bad. Now, he said, I happen to be in a real estate business, but he said it wouldn't matter if I was in the insurance business, automobile business, clothing business, grocery business or anything else. He said, when those two companies go out on strike, business in this community is bad. He said, I haven't sold a house in six weeks, and I'll tell you something else. If this strike continues for another four weeks, I'm going to be on the verge of bankruptcy. I've never seen things so bad before in my life. Well, I've never heard anybody so enthusiastically negative before in my life. <laughs> This guy acted like he is weaned on a dill pickle. <laughs> you know, I think when he got up in the morning, instead of saying, good morning, God, I think he said, good God, it's morning. You know the type I'm talking about. Well, I was sorry. I asked him how he felt. I was supposed to bring these people a message of hope and encouragement and enthusiasm. Well, you can imagine how I felt. In just a little while, he turned and started talking to the fellow on his right, immediately took advantage of the situation, turned and started talking to the little lady on my left. Must have been about 45, 50 years old. I to her, I said, well, ma'am, I said, how are things with you? She said, Oh, Mr. Foreman, ain't you heard about the strike? And I thought, Oh, my gosh, Ed, you teach people to communicate, and you done messed up twice in the same five minutes. But she said, My business is terrific. And I said, What? I said, What kind of business are you in, lady? She said, I'm in a real estate business. I said, The real estate business? I said, How do you explain it? She said, let me tell you something, Mr. Foreman. She said these young folks that work for Phelps, Dodge, and Kennecott believe in those two strong corporations. She said they believe in the American free enterprise system. She said, most of them don't want to be off on strike anyhow. And they recognize that very shortly they're going to be going back to work. And when they do, they're going to be earning increased fringe benefit. And she said, a lot of those young couples are taking advantage of this time off for the husband and wife to shop together for the dream home of their choice. She said, will you believe that just yesterday with one young couple, I spent two hours showing them one house. They examined every square inch of that house from the attic down to the basement and bought it. She said, Mr. Foreman, I've sold more houses in the last six weeks than I had sold in the previous six months. And she said, I'll tell you something else. She said, if this strike will just continue for four more weeks. <laughs> she said, I'll get rich. I'll have to work for a year. <laughs> so help me God, that same conversation took place at the same head table the same night in the same community. Let me ask you something. What was the difference between these two people? What was it? It was their attitude, exactly. It wasn't what they were selling. It wasn't where they lived. It wasn't their... It was their individual, personal... And look at this one. They're both in the same business in the same community. They both belong to the multiple listing service. You know what that means? They had identically the same houses to sell the same prospects. One's getting rich and the other's going broke simply because of the way they saw the situation. Now, that's what I'm saying to you is that when you get excited about what you have to help other people enjoy a greater peace of mind and a greater excitement out of life, when you recognize that what you have is what they need and you're the person they need to get it from, then you're getting the right attitude and you're going to make things happen. And that's what this whole conference has impressed me with, is the good, wholesome, positive, excited attitude that you have. Sometimes people say something to me about this little bumblebee tie-tack that I wear. This little bumblebee is the emblem of the company that I represent, Executive Development Systems of Dallas. You know, according to recognized aeronautical facts, because of the size and weight of his body in proportion to his little bitty wingspan area, the bumblebee cannot fly. But the bumblebee doesn't know that. And so he goes ahead and flies anyhow. Now, what we do is we teach people who think they're not supposed to be happy and healthy and successful by developing the right proper mental attitude and coupling that with specific identifiable purpose in their life they can have, be, or do what they want to. We conduct a three-day executive development training program in the Hill Country of Texas at a little place called Kerrville, Texas. Every other weekend we have people from throughout the United States, 17 foreign countries, 25 of the Fortune 500 companies who are represented in that class. They come in for three days and nights. We talk about how to have one good, happy, enjoyable, productive, successful day. One day at a time. And people say, "Me? you mean you spend three days on how to have one good day? <laughs> that's right. Because if you can learn the formula to have one good, happy, enjoyable, productive, successful day. And you do that seven days in a row, what have you had? You've had a good, that's not too hard a question, is it? You've had a good week. Now, if you do that 52 times in a row, what have you had? You've had a good year. You notice the questions get harder as I go along, and I'm going to be testing. <laughs> that's right. You've had a good year. Now, you do that over and over and over and over, you have a happy, enjoyable, successful life. But by actual survey, the majority of the people have one uptight, frustrating, by golly, get out there and deal with those dummies today type day. And they do it seven days in a row, and they say, boy, it has been a rough week. <laughs> Then they do that 52 times a row, and say, boy, life is dull and boring. We find that life is dull and boring primarily to dull, boring people. <laughs> life is exciting and enjoyable and successful to exciting, enjoyable, successful people. One of the greatest tragedies of life is the little boy, the little girl, that says, Someday, when we get to be a big boy, get to be a big girl, then we're going to get married, we're going to move into that new home, and boy, we're going to be happy, and we're going to do this and this and this. And then when that happens, what do they say? Well, when of our children get here and get in school. We get this thing furnished like we want to and get that pool in the backyard. Get everything all fixed up. Boy, then we're going to be happy, and we're going to have a good time. And then when that happens, what do they say? Well, whenever the children get out of school and get on their own, you know, and we get this place paid off, boy, then we're going to be happy and we're going to do this and this and this and this. And then when that happens, what do they say? Well, when we retire, (laughs) going to get that motor home, going to travel across this great country and we're going to have an exciting time, going to do all those things we've been wanting to do but never had time to do. And in one sad day on the way to the grave, they say, my gosh, I forgot to enjoy life. I forgot to live life while I was here. The most tragic and sad fact of life is going all the way through and failing to enjoy here and now today.
0: All right, friends, that was Ed Foreman encouraging you to start off your week with a winning attitude. His website is edforeman.com. If you want to watch today's entire talk, you can find it on the YouTube. It is called Sunday Seminar, Ed Foreman Part 1. You can also find it on my YouTube channel at SeanCroxton.com slash YouTube in the August QOD Full Talks playlist. That is it for me. I'll see you tomorrow with Benjamin Hardy. I'm out. Peace.